My name is DJ Benny. My name is MC Bjorn. Maybe have to work out already, dear listener. The title of this week's episode, which is Abba, an alternative history. Yes, where well, there's a certain certain degree of uh, disparate view here on the moon. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan <laughs> of Abba. I was tormented by Abba as a child. Mm. It was either Abba or Cliff Richard at full volume, <laughs> or Barry Manilow. Oh God, was there Leo Sayer in there as well? Luckily, Leo was absent. So I've always had a little yes, problem yeah. with ABBA. It's the same problem that I have with tapioca. <laughs> you know? The problem I have with ABBA is that they're, they're just too catchy. <laughs> they're Swedes, aren't they? they right? Are, they Which, are. let's face it, that's mountain Germans, isn't it? They're basically like nicer Germans. Are they literally high Germans? And so they do an earworm, don't they? Because that's what Germans are obsessed with. Mm. The earworm. Objectively, I think we'd have to agree they are quite good at it. They are incredibly good at it. (laughs) Every single track that we are playing here, cover (laughs) version or no, has not been able to destroy the essential earworminess that ABBA are absolute geniuses at. Which is weird, because, you know, as a child, I just thought that ABBA was Sweden. And everyone in Sweden looked like ABBA. Mm. And everyone in Sweden sounded like ABBA. And this was just one example of of Swedish music. Whereas, in fact, every single other Swedish music is just socialist folk music (laughs) of the doorest kind. Because what I didn't realise is they were kind of hated in Sweden, weren't they, for years. It was only when they became successful Mm. that people in Sweden took them seriously. Because at the time it was like, why aren't you doing music about working on a farm or living in a commune? Why are you doing happy music when you should be doing sad music about workers toiling? I'd almost like to hear Abba doing those kinds of things. I would too. (laughs) Well, you'll be glad to hear. I was going to do it then. I was going to start singing one. Take a chance on me, toiling in the field. Very good. Democracy. (laughs) I don't know. I'm sorry, Abba. We'll have to record it. It's not your fault. (laughs) You'll be glad to hear, MC Bjorn, that we won't be hearing any actual Abba the next hour but instead we'll be hearing a selection of alternative interpretations which some people may regard as being better than the original you're still keeping the essence though aren't you <laughs> oh, that's yes. the thing the that's e-worminess a, yes as I said that mm-hmm. is what we cannot crush mm. we're going to have a damn good try <laughs> <laughs> in between all of the other cover versions on this week's show we do have of course MC Bjorn with his very own selection of unnecessary news the hearing aid compensates for an organic hearing impairment by exemplifying, it actually does say that, the sound waves. <laughs> the hearing impaired person can thus hear again in the same way as before. His impediment cannot be noticed and he is again accepted as a normal member of society. <laughs> Science! Take your hearing aids out now, dear listener. You are now a normal member of society. <laughs> hey, what? As we begin our journey through the hits of Abba, French, a gentleman, composer, multi-instrumentalist, lover of the MIDI keyboard, as you'll hear shortly, but also I think there's a hint, a little whiff of the analogue synth going on here, which is the reason it uh, exceeded our lower threshold. So this is Fadi Natour from his album (laughs) I Love Abba, with his version of Waterloo.
Fadi Natul there with his version of Waterloo. It's amazing how with, depending on what technology you're using, you can make music sound more dated than the original, <laughs> can't you? <laughs> no, it's amazing. He's done it. We like that kind of thing. It's clever. It's time-bending. <laughs> this, oh, yeah. this is what this show is all about, ladies mm. and gentlemen. If you enjoy the show, you can go to projectmoomist.com. You'll find our show notes, a list of all the tracks we play, links to where you can find them if you feel that way inclined. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a nice five-star review in the few comments if you wouldn't mind mm. and we're also on stitcher now aren't we oh yes it's yes. new it's exciting apparently that's uh, built into some modern vehicles you can actually listen to us on the road yeah if you're in america or somewhere yeah. like that <laughs> okay yes if you're driving your caddy mm-hmm. hello <laughs> if you want to be among the first to know when the next edition of the show is out you can follow us on twitter twitter.com slash project moonbears we always tweet as soon as the show can be downloaded from the website and it's two-way you can tweet back to us and tell us what you think ladies and gentlemen about mm-hmm. various things or suggest some tracks or whatever we are perilously close to our 200th edition 200 years old (laughs) (laughs) mc bjorn has come up with a cunning plan for how we might mark this occasion and we would invite you to make some suggestions yes we're thinking of doing dual dual meaning two (laughs) tracks that are the same track like we did caravan the other week so imagine we have two versions of caravan head to head dueling who will win you decide listeners So what we need are fighting versions of, of different uh, tracks. So we yes. can put them head to head. That's the theme upcoming. Have you got any ideas? Hashtag Jewel. Hashtag Jewel Jewel. Yes. And send uh, it over. Please do. It's going to be a double length edition of the show as well. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Feel the width, ladies and gentlemen. Never mind the quality. <laughs> please don't pay attention to the quality. Now we are going to hear from uh, a pair of Hindi sisters, Hindi-speaking sisters, Salma and Sabina Agar, who are extremely famous in the world of Bollywood soundtrack music, but I suspect they're not that keen on people knowing about this release because it hasn't been reissued. So we're having to enjoy the very much under-the-pillow quality of the original release. <laughs> this is a great cassette of uh, ABBA covers translated into the Hindi language. Yes, we need that. This is their version of that great Abba tune, Super Trooper, or in Hindi, Peli Peli Preet.
तुझको नहीं पता तू पता जाना A delightful rendition there in Hindi of Super Trooper, Peli Peli Pret from Salma and Sabina Aga. Delightful. It was. Lovely. <laughs> I almost feel like I was, well, I was going to say I almost feel like I was in bed with them then, but I don't want to, <laughs> and not doing anything weird, just lying about. Listening to Hindi versions of ABBA songs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Am I painting a picture for your listeners as something you want to be involved in? <laughs> something involving a duvet and two Indian ladies. <laughs> I don't know what's let's, happened. Let's strike it from the record. Mm. Uh, I suspect that the cassette version of that, which is the only version I'm aware of, is, is probably extremely collectible now. But, oh, uh, I bet it is. But good luck <laughs> finding You'll that. never find it. Yeah. But that's why you need us, listeners. That's why you need us. And if you feel this need in your breast... <laughs> or your loins? Hey, come on. <laughs> Go to projectmoonbase.com and if you look under each episode, you will see a button where you can make a donation from as little as a pound a month to keep everything going, to keep this succulence coming your way. Oh, yes. We have to massage various tracks and dust them down and <laughs> bring them back from obscurity. Oh, yes. And, and so forth. And, uh, you know, if you feel that that is worthwhile, because we are librarians yeah. of the forgotten. <laughs> Archivists. Yes. Think of us as archaeologists yeah. of untold musical gems. <laughs> hey, we might be musicologists. <laughs> we think yeah. we might be, yeah. Listeners, help us out. This is science. <laughs> Even ethnomusicologists ethnomusicologists need, need yeah. biscuits. Yeah, they do. <laughs> the sandwiches. Your kind donation, dear listener, could buy a whole packet of digestive. <laughs> or even UHT milk. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> Quite often, it only takes a single track for an entire show to come into fruition. This is actually a track from a highly talented listener, Phil Grove from Bondi, famous for its beach, of course, in Australia, who is extremely talented multi-instrumentalist. And not only that, but he plays a selection of instruments that we generally approve of here at Moonbase. Yeah, Namely, we do have an approved we, list, don't we? we? Do. We're not going to go through the whole one, but it includes <laughs> ukulele, doesn't it? Oh, yes. And the musical saw. The musical saw! And this one we haven't heard for a while on the show, but um, you'll hear it now. Almost as difficult as the theremin, I think, to play to get a, an actual melody out of. Mm-hmm. But um, Mr. Grove does very well. He records under the elusive name of Grove Phil. Hmm. <laughs> What's the connection? I don't know. And this is his latest track, actually, on his SoundCloud page. If you go to prettymoonbest.com slash ABBA, We'll be able to get straight to the show and track number three will take you to his SoundCloud page. This is Grove Phil with his version of that ABBA classic, Dancing Queen. Thank you. 
Well, there was a little bit of a touch of the sea shanty there as we were discussing that at the end. Grove <laughs> Phil, a.k.a. Phil Grove from Bondi, Australia, with his version of Dancing Queen for ukulele, saw accordion and tuba. Mm. Yes. Oh, yes. Very much gets the Moonbase stamp of approval. He only has 18 followers on SoundCloud. I think he deserves a few more. Listeners, follow him. Please do. SoundCloud.com forward slash Grove Phil. <laughs> you want to go straight there? We'll be hearing very shortly some superb MIDI keyboard playing, or in fact MIDI trumpet playing, I think it is. But first, it's time to inquire, does your mother know about the unnecessary news? Man flu is not a myth. (laughs) Scientists prove that men have weaker immune systems than women. I knew it! Scientists from Harvard University have discovered men are more likely than women to suffer from pneumonia and other diseases. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> How can we gloat? We were gloating before. We we're going, man flu is much worse than lady flu. <laughs> now we just have to tell them it's our weak immune systems. <laughs> this is emasculating. It is. Uh, man flu is not a myth. The lack of the female sex hormone, God, this is getting saucy, <laughs> means that we have weaker immune systems. Scientists from Harvard University have shown lack of estrogen makes men more likely to succumb to pneumonia and other respiratory diseases. Yet a simple dose of estrogen was enough to cure both males and females from a serious lung infection. (laughs) I don't just have estrogen hanging about, I don't know about you. Professor Lester Kobitz of the Harvard University School of Public Health found females are naturally more resistant to respiratory infections than males. The study showed increased resistance to bacterial pneumonia in female mice is linked to the enzyme nitric oxide synesthese 3 or NOS S3, which is ultimately activated by the release of the female sex hormones. And there we go. Mm. Also, they found out that if they deleted the gene that made the female sex hormone, female mice were no longer more resistant to infection. Oh. Unfortunately. <laughs> so the team hopes that in the future, this knowledge could be used to enhance the resistance to the common and serious lung infections. Which reminds me of that Spike Milligan headstone, you know, I told you I was ill. <laughs> if only you'd have had some estrogen. <laughs> Yuck. I mean, what? how far do we have to go? If you suffer from a lot of cold and flus, does that mean you're going to start developing childbearing hips? If you're a man? <laughs> That's right, yeah. Trump. Trump evicts a ghost. <laughs> for years, Scott's homeowners have feared that they would be evicted to make way for Donald Trump's five-star golf resort in Aberdeenshire. And now it appears the US businessman has claimed his first victim. Whilst transforming his 18th century baronial mansion into a luxury hotel, the New York-based billionaire ousted a long-term resident a ghost known as the Green Lady. (laughs) According to legend, the apparition has lurked in the cellar of the house which sits on the estate of Mr. Trump's dream golf course. For decades, green ladies are described as young, slender, golden-haired women wearing long green gowns Mm. and are said to be traditionally found in Scottish homes and castles. Most are considered to be benevolent in nature. Well, that explains why he's (laughs) elbowed around, doesn't it? However, the entrepreneur's staff now insist they have eliminated the spook simply by renovating the sprawling country house and turning it into a 19-bedroom hotel. Mm. The spokesman for the resort last night said that they were aware of the Green Lady but insisted the building was no longer a suitable abode for a ghost. (laughs) One insider joked, I hope the Green Lady doesn't put golfers off their game. It's not really a joke, is it? Sarah Malone, executive vice president of Trump International, yesterday said the ghost had vanished, claiming it would not be comfortable in the new surroundings. 
Oh, that's hardly a ringing endorsement, is it? Why would they be with all those golfers hanging around? <laughs> Apparently, Nick Kyle, the president of the Scottish Society for Psychical Research, said, I would be surprised if having done this place up, any previous spirit communicator simply went away because it was nicer. <laughs> Thank goodness that... Uh, I mean, what does he do on a day-to-day -day basis? How I would he, love to know. How does he earn his money? How has he, how has he become president <laughs> of the Scottish Society for Psychical Research? President brackets self-appointed. Yeah. Anyway, if you are a ghost and you would like to register your displeasure with the renovation of your haunt, visit your local council. They will uh, open the local authority wormhole to hell. You'll never have to see another golfer again. And finally, a man has been arrested for aggressively mopping a floor. Police in Bristol, Connecticut have apprehended a man who took a cleaner's mop at a hotel and began aggressively mopping the floor, despite pleas for him to stop. Stop, stop aggressively mopping the floor. That sort of thing, I imagine. <laughs> yes. The incident took place at the Double Tree Hotel when 30-year-old John Thornton spotted a hotel employee doing what he thought was a bad job of cleaning. <laughs> he grabbed the cleaner's mop and started becoming aggressive. Thornton began to mop the floor but became more aggressive and mopped over the employee's shoe several what? times. Oh, dear. He turned his back to the employee and forcibly backed her into a corner. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> The cleaner was left shaken by the event and will be pressing charges. Thornton is charged with breach of the peace. Upon making further threats, was given threatening in the second degree. That means for good measure. So he was arrested before he could begin violently vacuuming or murderously sweeping. It sounds like someone's enjoying some oxycodone. I've heard of people cleaning their own houses furiously mm. while on this stuff, yeah. but so far this is the first time I've heard of anybody ripping the mop from a custodian's hands to furiously clean a hotel. Do you think he would have cleaned the entire hotel if he'd, if he'd been allowed to? Been yeah, left unchecked. You have been used. Thank you, Mrs. Conium. Thank you, sir. For that thoroughly clean selection of news stories, there'll be more later on in the show.
That was the perhaps inadvised sound of a pitch-bending MIDI trumpet, which, given that the trumpet doesn't pitch-bend, we always enjoy when somebody attempts to play an instrument on a MIDI keyboard, not quite understanding what the original instrument is supposed to sound like. Well, that's, isn't that the whole point of MIDI? <laughs> exactly, yes. It's kind of, it's a bit like the original <laughs> instrument, but without no. the troublesome problems of having to learn it. <laughs> the great Sergio Presto, given the evidence we found on Google, he might be a Polish musician. Quite a lot of his music is available through Polish websites. Anyway, that comes from another whole album full of ABBA covers called Dancing With dot 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 ABBA. In case you want to put a lot of people on hold, <laughs> it does have that sort of... It does, yeah. Let me just keep you waiting music. I sound. might be more inclined to, to wait out those episodes if the music like that was being played, I think. Really? I wonder if he's done a version of Greensleeves. <laughs> now, an artist we haven't heard from in far too long. Far, 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 far too, too long. long. Listeners, if you are, as I am, inevitably struggling <laughs> through ABBA, prepare yourself. <laughs> it's, it's all going to be okay. <laughs> it is. It come, is now. Come to mother. <laughs> or grandmother. It's your Asian grandmother. <laughs> we are, of course, talking about Wing. And she's gone out of her way to improve many, many artists over the years, hasn't she? She certainly has, generally by slowing them down. She has released a number of albums which just focus on a single artist. Thankfully for us, she has done an album of Avocado. was called Dancing Queen. One of the other things that we love about Wing's arrangements of these songs is that she doesn't necessarily plan the delivery of words to fit into the time available <laughs> to actually execute them. Interesting approach to tempo and timing. What's interesting with ABBA anyway is it's people that aren't native speakers That's writing right. lyrics, yeah. so they're always a little bit off. Hmm, they are. And then we've got a nice lady, is she from Hong Kong? Originally, but she lives in Auckland, New Zealand. Yeah. She's got her own take on lyrics as well. <laughs> she has. And her own take on time. And space. And notes and everything, yes. so it's just it's great. Listeners, get some tissues ready for a, a deeply <laughs> emotional version of... Fernando. Oh, no. 
haven't seen a rifle in your head. Can you hear the drum for Lando? Though still we call the fateful night, we cross the Reno Glen. I can see it in your eyes how proud you were to fight for freedom in this land. There was something.
As the title of this week's show will reveal, we do like an alternative historical approach <laughs> to music. Counterfactual. Counterfactual, yes. That's a, a version of Knowing Me, Knowing You, done by a band from Detroit, Michigan, known as the Volbeats. They who, seem to have worked out that it should have been country all along. It should have been a country song. They saw the essential country <laughs> vibe. And uh, I, I, again, controversially, we might say that that was perhaps better than the original. Yeah. <laughs> From an album of theirs, which again is all, all countryfied up, called Country Favourites, came out in 2003. As with every track on the show, though, you can get hold of that if you go to our website, projectmoonbase.com. We will be returning with a bit of Gregorian chant very shortly, but first, gimme, 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 some unnecessary news. revolutionary invisible umbrella <laughs> yes a team of engineers in china is currently involved in developing something called the air umbrella a revolutionary new device that uses blasts of air to shield people from rain the high-tech umbrella shaped like a plastic microphone is capable of producing horizontal gusts of air that repel raindrops creating a dry one meter wide circle around the user's head <laughs> There's a catch, though. In true Cinderella style, the magic wears off at the stroke of the 30th minute. Oh. The umbrella stops producing air, and shortly afterwards, you'll be entirely drenched. So you probably want to use it only if you're confident you can get to your destination in 30 minutes or less. The product is the brainchild of a group of graduates from Nanjing University of Aeronautics and Astronautics. Important to distinguish between those two, I think you'll agree. Oh, yes. They've set up a Kickstarter campaign to raise funds. They've already collected $60,000, exceeding their target of $10,000. $10,000? What can you do with $10,000? Could be my used car these days for that, could you? The device is suitable for two people to use under moderate to heavy rainfall. However, the raindrops are blown about 50 to 70 centimetres away by the air, so passers-by who get too close might get (laughs) soaked by the deflected downpour. But it's raining anyway, so... Apparently their demo umbrella will be $200. 
Um, that's not too bad. It's not too bad, but you could just buy a normal umbrella for £20, couldn't you? That's going to keep working for more than 30 minutes. It's like, that's amazing for 30 minutes, and then it's not amazing anymore. But surely this misses the point of having a preposterously large, say, golfist's umbrella, mm. which forces other pedestrians into the rain-soaked gutter and into the oncoming traffic. I mean, can't do that with an air umbrella, can you? You need a laser umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> Vaporising the rain, That's right. possibly blinding passers-by. <laughs> yeah, you know, can't make an omelette without breaking eggs, etc. That sort of thing. Ghost possesses woman who uses her hands to write letters. There you go. A woman claims she allows ghosts to possess her and use her hands to write letters. This may sound like a scene from the uh, a ghost film, but Catherine Kennedy swears she is being manoeuvred by a spirit that has inhabited her. <laughs> a video shows her sitting at a desk in Scotland. Narrow it down a bit. <laughs> And then beginning to automatically write. <gasps> Amazing! <laughs> Kennedy claims to have brought together her husband, Antonio, and one of his dead friends, Ivo, after writing a letter in Italian, despite not being able to speak it fluently. Oh. Does weird. it make any sense? That's weird. <laughs> At first, the husband didn't believe me, she said. But when he read the letter, he said, it was obvious it wasn't me. Oh. He was amazed by my flawless translation. Oh. So she's transcribing a letter that was in Italian, but she's writing it in English. It's mm. amazing how now she can I'm, do that. Yeah, I'm, now I'm not, which she does. She does speak and write English. <laughs> now I'm not impressed. Anyway, she went on to say, after people lost interest, <laughs> she claims a ghost told her what goes on in the afterlife. Oh, really? But uh, she can't tell us, of course, <laughs> no. because the ghost made her promise to keep it a secret. <laughs> well, that's a problem. Why? <laughs> Finally, here's a new sport. Woodcoff. Yes, it's a, it's a wacky Czech sport, which you've probably never heard of. <laughs> Woodcock is a crazy new sport invented in the Czech Republic that's been gaining quite a lot of national media attention lately over there. The popular sport involves a pair of opponents wearing two-metre wooden boards on their heads and trying to knock the other board down without dropping their own. As strange as it sounds, a rousing match of Woodcock can be quite a, exciting <laughs> to watch. The sport can be traced back to July of 1992. Ah, the, mm. the distant past. Yesterday. <laughs> when it was practiced during a cultural festival of art school graduates in Prague. Woodcock, which literally translates as wooden head, is popular partly due to the fact that the game is simple, inexpensive and requires no complex equipment, but also because it never fails to supply a good dose of humour. It's played by both men and women of all ages, and the rules are pretty simple. Both opponents wear long, thin wooden boards of 200 by 16 by 2 centimetres, weighing between 3 and 4 kilograms, <laughs> on their heads. Once the boards are in position, the opponents try to knock each other's boards off, using only plank-to-plank -plank touches. No body-to-body -body or plank-to-body -to touches are allowed. The player who manages to knock down the opponent's board twice in a row is declared the winner. According to the members of the Woodcock Union, the best players are generally the taller ones. A bald head is also a great advantage. Veteran Woodcock players are now striving for the sport to be included in the Olympic Games. They strongly believe that it has a great future. Vladimir Czech, who has been playing it for the last seven years, said, we want it to become our national sport and to be part of the Czech culture along with beer, pork, dumplings and cabbage. And as I'm sure you can imagine, listeners, it's quite a dignified sport. Yes. And with that, you have been newsed. Agatha. Thank you, Mr. Conium. 
Thank you, sir. For that extremely wooden selection of new stories, there'll be more on next week's show. If you change your mind on the first day and night, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me and let me know, gonna be around. If you've got no place to go and you're feeling If you're all alone, when the pretty birds are flown, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. Gonna do my very Best any days or night. If you put me into the test, if you let me try, take a chance on me. That's all I ask of you, honey. Take a chance on me. We can go dancing, we can go walking, as long as we're together. Listen to some music, maybe just talking, get to know you better. Cause you know I've got so much that I wanna do. When I dream I'm alone with you, it's magic. You want me to leave you there, afraid of the love affair, but I think you know that I can't let go. If you change your mind on the first day and night, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me and let me know, gonna be around. If you've got no place to go and you're feeling If you're all alone, when the pretty birds are flown, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. Gonna do my very Best any days or night. If you put me into the test, if you let me try, take a chance on me. Come on, give me a break, will you? Take a chance on me. Oh, you can take your time, baby. I'm in no hurry. No, I'm going to get you. You don't want to hurt me, baby don't worry, I ain't going to let you. Cause you know I've got so much that I want to do, when I dream I'm alone with you, it's magic. You want me to leave you there, afraid of the love affair, but I think you know, that I can't let go. If you change your mind on the first day and night, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me and let me know, gonna be around. If you've got no place to go and you're feeling down. If you're all alone, when the pretty birds are flown, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. Gonna do my very Best any days or night. If you put me into the test, if you let me try, take a chance on me. Come on, give me a break, will you? Take a chance on me. The utterly plausible. 
among some moramanga there, which, uh, in case you're wondering, moramanga is on Madagascar. As every right? schoolboy knows. Exactly. Songs of Amber converted into the world of uh, Gregorian chant. Or is it the other way around? Did Abba <laughs> rip off these Gregorians <laughs> and their chanting and thought, you know what, let's pick up the beat a little bit. Yeah. We can pop this up. That's right. Abba, mm-hmm. explain yourselves, honestly. Did remind me a little bit of the flying pickets, I have to say, <laughs> if you remember those listeners. Donkey jacket yes, wearing and right. boots. They had boots, didn't yep. they? A uh, acapella group of the sort of eight. Yes, that's right. If you get this album called The Gregorian Experience, a gothic tribute to the songs of Amber, you get a set of versions with instrumental backing, and then you get the same songs completely isolated vocals. What instruments? I hope it would be full <laughs> church organ. No, that that, would, that be would be lovely, sadly. Oh, it, yeah. Sadly not, no. I think it's another one of these kind of midi ensembles. They've also done a collection of Elvis songs in a similar style. You're interested? We may or may not be returning <laughs> to the world of the monks of Moramanga. Now, myself and MC Bjorn, is that that's right? right. That's right, DJ Benny, yes. <laughs> we were discussing the work of Michael Bay recently. What's that thing with the robots? Transformers? Transformers, yes. Yes, we were discussing how if you're over a certain age, you can't understand what's going on in any of his films. It just it's, it's like somebody smashed a mirror. <laughs> yes. And and that's what you're looking at. Shiny bits. One of the Transformers ones was on TV recently, and I found myself unable to visually process what was what I was actually seeing. When I saw it originally, I saw it on a flight back from <laughs> strangely enough Madagascar? Singapore, oh, actually. Yes. This is before I was incarcerated by you. (laughs) And I saw it. And I got about 10 minutes into it and I thought, I don't know what is what is going on. I have no idea. Not plot, just I can't see it. No. It's just somebody smashed a mirror and then smashed another mirror. And you're just looking at the glittering bits. Sort of shards, isn't it? It's just shards. This next track is the kind of audio equivalent of that when I I first heard it. He took Abba, (laughs) smashed it into a million glittering pieces. I did. But I imagine it might have been slightly lower budget than Michael Bay movies. (laughs) Sounds like it might be. This is a mariachi band, essentially, I think called Banda Sairu, from an album called Entu Paraiso. And what you're about to hear will perhaps realign your chakras. It'll certainly change your life. Open your third eye. (laughs) When I first heard this, I thought this was kind of electronics at work, but I think this is actually all acoustic, which adds to the wonderment factor even more. So this is uh, Banda Sairu's version of Chiquitita. <laughs> Yeah. 
Mariachi sound there of Bandai Sayu, that's Ramon Urias' his band, mm. Chiquitita. <laughs> now he's re reimagined that. <laughs> he's he dragged it kicking and screaming from northern Europe <laughs> into uh, Mexico. Mexico, yes. Mexico. That's right. He's the... uh, held it captive and it's gone native, clearly. <laughs> yes. Again, an sort of alternative history. Imagine that uh, that song was a traditional bit of Mexican mariachi music. Better than the original, that's all I'm going to say. Decisively, listeners. (laughs) You know it's true. Oh, yes. Remarkable sounds. Very dense kind of brass harmony. And as you were observing, MC Beyond, a rather enormous band. Large number of people working together. (laughs) Very closely. It's heart-rending. (laughs) Heart-rending? It is a... It is a bit... (laughs) It's a bit tragic. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I have been DJ Benny. I hope you've all been super troopers on this week's edition of the show. I have been MC Bjorn. I hope you've enjoyed being one of us. Oh. One of <laughs> us. One of us. <laughs> We're going to end this week's show with a bit of Swede on Swede action. But sweet on sweet crime, that's what this is, it's violence. <laughs> if Banda Sairu took Chiquitita on holiday, <laughs> Malmsteen's, he's dragged it into the mountains, hasn't he? <laughs> yes. And once again, though, improving it, I think we would have to agree. <laughs> the idea of this sounds awful, but it's actually quite good, isn't it? <laughs> 20 seconds in, you're going to be like, yeah, this works. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely convinced. <laughs> this is Ingvi J. Malmsteen. <laughs> With his metal version, highly metal, highly polished metal version of, believe it or not, Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Until next week, dear listener, thank you for the music. Gimme, Gimme, Gimme your love after midnight. Won't somebody help me chase the shadows away?
It's time to sort out those squeaky valves, dear listener, as next week we bring you a highly polished edition of the show entitled Where There's Muck, There's Brass.